<laughs> well, I think, I think we're on the last question, as far as I know. <laughs> we didn't quite take six weeks for six questions, but close. Um, so this is lesson 44, the final lesson of the Holy Spirit class. Um, you know, in the last one, uh, I just kind of touch on just so we fit into the final question. Um, in question five, how did Christ uh, make us qualified to be uh, his bride? First of all, it was uh, he uh, he gave himself up for his bride and us. So he uh, he went to the cross for us. So ultimately, we as a bride would uh, would be his bride, and uh, that was quite an amazing thought. Thinking that uh, the Holy Spirit is is wanting <laughs> the uh, marriage ceremony. He wants to see the bridegroom come, bridegroom come for its or for his bride, which is us, and that. Uh, the, the last part of the uh, question um, five was right at. You notice that the order here, Christ's love is the source, his sac- sacrifice of himself, the ground upon which he could save her, which is the bride, us. As a result, he can sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the word, new birth and all else. All is to culminate in the glorious presentation to himself of a bride who will be meet companion then for Jesus. Such is grace, beloved brethren, grace shown to me and you. What shall we say to these things? Well, that's the last question. Question six. Let us pause a moment and ask ourselves, how is it practically with us? Question mark. Is all relinquished to go meet Christ? Or do you, do our glad hearts reply, I will go to the thought of setting our faces towards heavenward? And I think that's the, uh, the, you know, personal question for each one of us. Is, uh, do we still have that, that desire, um, as we saw in Revelation, which is <laughs> the last book of come? Is that in our hearts? Is that the way we look at each day? Is the come? To have him come? And that, you know, it's a wonderful thought. We're looking for a bridegroom. He's looking for a bride. And, and the Holy Spirit has been developing the bride for <laughs> 2,000 years and uh, hopefully it's someday soon that the uh, marriage ceremony will, will transpire and uh, you know that's I was again very struck by that thought that the spirit is longing for us to get with the bridegroom but also for the bridegroom to get with the bride it's a two way thing in the, in the uh, spirit and so any any thoughts on uh, kind of the culmination of this study? I think, you know, what what has changed you? What has, what are your thoughts on uh, um, our study of the Holy Spirit? Any any thoughts? Closing thoughts? And I have one uh, section from right out. I'll read. But uh, any other thoughts before we close out this uh, study? Well, I think it's uh, I enjoyed what he said about Eliezer and. Rebecca and Isaac. Yeah. To illustrate it. I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, in the last so, chapter, if you read the last chapter, he, he equates, uh, um, Rebecca and all the different, uh, aspects of the relationship and, uh, and how that applies where the, the, it's a picture of the, of the relationship. And Miles, you had- Yeah, I was going to say, just an amazing way to end that book, you know, that whole study on the Holy Spirit and, where do we wind up looking at our, our Lord Jesus Christ? And that's exactly the point of 
you know, what the, everything the Holy Spirit does is to focus our eyes on Him. And I really enjoyed that last that last section there. You know, just thinking of of uh, of us as His bride, and that, and yeah, again that uh, story of Rebecca and, and the servant, and it's just so. I, I never saw that connection before, really. I mean, maybe I heard it mentioned a little bit, but you sure drew that out in a, in a pretty awesome way. And, and uh, yeah, you can't help but be excited for, for that, you know? Yeah, you know, I, for, for me, like I said, just jumping on, I, it really was that, that culmination of things. Does that make sense? You know, we went through all the what the Holy Spirit's doing in our lives and all these different things, which is, Great. We look specifically at, at so many different facets of that. You know, to me, I kind of boil it down to, you know, uh, convincing and convicting us. But that all the process that we went through was the culmination is why is he doing that? It's to get the bride and he wants the bride to be united with the bridegroom. All of those facets that we looked at was to bring the bride to the bridegroom. And that makes total sense when you do it. And, he, and what he wants that to happen. He wants that to happen as soon as possible. And that was that was I, I, you know I think again just a great culmination to the uh, to the study made sense of why he's doing all this, and he wants it. I mean that's that was the thing that was weird, you know the, the thing that I'd never seen before. He wants it, you know. Of course we want it, but the spirit wants it too. Other thoughts? I, th- I think under the uh, Jewish uh, way that they, which may have just been the ancient way that there was a betrothal between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like she went home to be with mom or wherever she was. Right. You know, you have to say, well, how often did they just sort of get together? Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did. But he's preparing for her. Right. And so there comes that day when his father says to him, "Yeah, okay, everything go ready. Go get her. Go get her. Yeah, that's right. And so I, I look at us as the bride. We're waiting. Mm-hmm. We're not uh, waiting for him to prepare everything. What we're waiting for is every one that's going to be a member of the bride. Because uh, I, cause I think of the la- when the last one's in, it, you blink your it's eyes done. and you're gone. Well, it's done. Yeah. Well, see, you know, I also think of that with with respect to you know when he takes us home, he's done. We all of the sure. things he had for us is done. Yeah. You know, well, it's also in the bride. Once the final person of the bride is done, we're 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 home. So, I, I was reading in the paper, or the paper, don't read the paper anymore, but <laughs> my, my phone this week, some pastor that had a big, has a big church in New York City. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, Kel- or that guy who passed away. Well, he isn't. He hasn't gone yet. Oh, I thought he'd pass away. He's dude. got. He's got, not dead yet. He's got terminal cancer. Yeah. And uh, the only thought the guy has it, it, um, publicly and verbally is to get to go see Jesus. Right. Right. You know. And I thought, well, yeah, I don't know what kind of doctrine the guy teaches or anything like that, but he's got that right, part right. Yeah, I read a few things on him. He sounded like he was pretty. Pretty good, you know, yeah, on on some of the stuff I read. And he's excited about it. Right. He's not faking it. And so, so the, even, even when, so when we go to see the Lord Jesus before the rapture, we're still waiting for the wedding feast of the Lamb, but we're in his presence. That's the cool part. Right. Yeah. Well, and just the, you know, the formulation of the bride, like I said, it's, he's, 
he's anxiously <laughs> preparing yeah. us. And, and you said with the father, that's an interesting thing. When the father knows that the last person, he'll tell the son to go get his bride. Oh, get his bride. You know, and that's when that day will happen. And, you know, and then, you know, you said that too. I think that makes sense too. What did Jesus say? I go and prepare a place for you. Right. It's perfectly right. with, with the bride and the bridegroom. Right. He's now, he's prepared, he's prepared that place or preparing it. But, you know, we, we, you said we're, we're there, but, you know, I think the Holy Spirit is, it's like in Ephesians. He's washing us. He's preparing us. He's perfecting us. Right. We're already positionally there. But I think what the Spirit's job is, is to, you know, prepare us for that wedding. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think he's molding and, and conforming us and transforming us and all that. That's what he's doing right now. Sure. Positionally, we're the bride. But he's, what he's doing, you know, it's like, you know, before a wedding, a bride gets all, you know, ready and prepared and, you know, for, for the wedding. That's what I think the spirit's job is right now. He's just preparing us for that wedding. You know, we're the bride. We're ready. I mean, we're designated as the bride, but what's he doing? He's, he's preparing us. Sure. So I was thinking about that, Courtney. I was thinking about like in the meantime, what's going on? What, what have we learned about? We've got this culmination and something that was new to me in the same way that I think it was new to you in terms of the Holy Spirit's yearning for us to be with the bridegroom. But in the meantime, what, what do we, we, we wait, but what, what is he doing? He's, you know, when you said preparing us and, and transforming us and conforming us and all of those, um, adjectives that are a part of the Holy Spirit's work, He's taking us back to the cross of the of, his, of the Son, and he's pointing us to the knowledge of the Father and the Son, and he is bringing us out of that hiding place of, I want to reveal to you uh, the old man, and I want to make sure that you understand who you are in the new man. And it's a very patient process. It's a long process. Um, and But what's really cool about that is it's not only a transforming and conforming, it's this preparation that you're talking about. And all of this is happening at the same time. And in every little instance of your life, the things that each of us will go through today and tomorrow, that's what he's up to. He is pointing us right back to the sun, drawing us back to the cross, pulling us out of that hiding place and preparing us for the bridegroom. And, uh, that's busy. That's a <laughs> lot of work, <laughs> you know. Well, well, and getting us off the distractions of the, of the, this world. The focus yep. on him. And I, you know, I think I go back to the John 17 where, you know, it's the intimacy. It's getting us to be, you know, intimately in, in that union between Christ and us, but also Christ and the Father. And where we can say, Abba, Father, Daddy, you know, but it's also the intimacy with the Son. And I, and the intimacy is getting prepared for the wedding. You know, after reading this final thing, it's really, you know, it's getting to know the bride and the bridegroom. You know, if it, it, it'd be an odd wedding if you didn't know the bridegroom or the bridegroom didn't know the bride. And so the Holy Spirit is really preparing the bride and getting us, you know, to know each other and to, to be desirous of each other's company and to be That's that acquaintance that like the intimate acquaintance that, uh, is, is where we are in the meantime. Right. And what a, what a special thing to, to be in that process knowing that we're headed in that direction. We know what the end is. We have hope. Uh, it's secure. 
but in the meantime, we get to continue to know him. And uh, I, I just think that this is this is a great way to end that that pers- that whole study that we've been doing here. Yeah, and I, you know, the uh, uh, the the odd part is what I think I pointed out in the Lord's table last week too. You know, obviously we want the Lord to come. You know, and the and the Holy Spirit is to put that desire in our heart to have that. But you know, the the, the odd part was we can get a crown for it. You know, we get a crown for longing to be with the Lord. I mean, that's like the cherry on top of the incredible, you know, dessert you have is that, you know, on top of that, he, he gives us a crown for longing for that wedding, that, that, and, and final meeting. And, you know, of course, like I said, we'll throw that at his feet, but it's like, you know, above everything else he's given us, he says, well, I'll even give you a crown for wanting and longing for, for this reunion. So I thought that was, you know, that's kind of the the adder on top of everything. So other thoughts? I think there's a lot in this conversation about, you know, being being uh, prepared to be, you know, fit for him. I mean, um, there's I'm just thinking about, you know, the the, the Genesis uh, language of, you know, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And and like you were talking about, J.D., with. You know, recognizing our, our union with him, recognizing our, uh, that we are, um, we are of the same nature as him because we are, uh, one, one with him. You know, we are this one, one flesh, um, kind of a, a union with him. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, so there's all this, there's all this preparation work going on right now so that we recognize and realize you know, who we are in him. So we're, we're ready for that, that marriage feast, you know. You know, another, another you know, thing about what you're just saying too. The other is, do you realize we're the bride to the God of the universe? <laughs> that's a, that's a, I'd like, I'd like to see the wedding announcement on that one, you know. The, uh, we are, we are the bride to one of the triune head of the Godhead. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like, you know, so where we go from, we're, we're creatures, right? Mm-hmm. And yet we've been brought into this union, this betrothal at this point with, with the God man creator. And, and that's just unfathomable. And there's clearly going to be some preparatory, you know, work involved in, uh, in preparing that bride for him. Absolutely. But it's, a, it's a, like I said, if you again encourage everybody to read that last chapter, it's, uh, it's very, very, uh, inspiring, I think, to really, as a culmination of our study for, you know, this long period of time, it, it makes sense now, all the things he's doing. So, any other thoughts? I'll read this last comment. Yeah. I was thinking of, well, what are we doing in the meantime? Um, I think we have um, been uh, getting ready for the Titus class. <laughs> and what, one of the things that, uh, there's several things that are important. One is, is to, grace has appeared. Yeah. And grace is an operating system that nobody in the world lives in except the bride. Mm. So we have to learn to live in grace. Yeah. And that's part of the, the atmosphere that we're going to, and that grace ha- is a is a, a teacher, 
and it teaches us how to live godly, godly lives uh, at, and representative of who, what the bride really is and where, where they're going to all other men to say to them, you can be a part of this if you want to. Yeah. God has made the provision. Uh, and uh, we're, we do have an obligation to be living like who we are. Yeah. To the benefit of those that observe us so that we, uh, because they're ungodly and we're not. Right. Well, what's the difference in those two things? It's staggering. Well, yeah, and ha- I mean, how do they, how do they see Christ now? Yeah, through us. Through us. It's the only way. It's the only way. So, you know, that's the the Holy Spirit's job is to conform us to be a light to draw people to Christ. Sure. Ultimately, it's you know, the wooing of the Spirit and Christ Himself sure. to to it. But we are His ambassadors. We are His His instruments to draw people. Sure. You know. You know, the other thing when you said that, I, I, I think it's in John, and maybe there's two references. And grace and truth were realized in Christ, or came, came in, through, in Christ. So truth and grace, that's, that's what Christ brought. Truth yeah. and grace. Yeah. You know, and yeah. All right. You know, now that we brought in this, the topic of grace, you know, I think what's really, <laughs> so, sorry to prolong this, but oh, amazing. <laughs> is is that you know you you mentioned the fact that people see Christ through us and i think we have to remember that there's not a single individual out there who can't be become a part of that bride if they'll accept it by faith because that's that's what grace is all about right i mean there's uh and that's what's so that's what's just so unfathomable you know any every single one of us the you know filthy rotten ungodly wretches are been have been made fit to be his bride, and that can be true for anybody because it's purely grace. So, yeah, I like it. I think of that. You know, I look in the mirror, and if he could save this schmuck, you know, he can save anybody. You know, and that's that's uh, you only have to look as far as yourself to figure out. You know, anybody can come to Christ. You know, and it. You know, you could be the worst person in the world, or as the world sees, the best person in the world. You're still a sinner, and you still need Christ. And, you know, the world, you know, if you're a great philanthropist, you know, or Bill Gates and you're doing all sorts of, you know, philanthropic things or um, Warren Buffett or you have lots of money and you're donating, and, well, that's great. But what does that get you? Nothing with the relationship with Christ. And, you know, the world may think you're a great person, but deep down you're every bit of sinner. You know, I'm every bit as much as... You know, Hitler or anybody else, you know, you can think of that's the worst person in the world. I made out of the same material, uh, without Christ. And so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we are, we are to be the light on a hill. We are, you know, not to hide our light. You know, there's some scripture references. You know, we're to be the ambassadors. We're the ones who are to be Christ in the world today. Yeah. So. I just want to add thank okay. you to thank you to Miles and JD and Courtney and Mike for teaching us. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's a great topic. <laughs> you bet. Yeah, Russ. I I, um, <clears throat> I was just going to pass on a quote. Uh, this is actually Stanford as well, um, but 
uh, it's a, I just felt like it was really fitting as I was kind of wrapping up some thinking and, and looking into the Holy Spirit. And it says, uh, it's not a question of our capacity or of our ability, but of the absolute faithfulness of the Spirit of God. I'll just send that through in chat there. But I think that that ties into exactly what, Miles, uh, Courtney, what you're talking about in terms of what is the Holy Spirit doing in the meantime it's not about you. It's not about your capacity or your ability, but it's about his faithfulness to do what he said he's going to do in us. And that ties into the bride. That ties into transforming and conforming and the things that he's doing in the meantime. Um, but how thankful can we be for the fact that it's not about our capacity or our ability. It's about his faithfulness and what he's doing. And so... Anyway, just a, a thought that I had as I, I wrap up some thinking around this. Yeah, great. How grace works. Yeah. Well, I'll read this last last uh, thing from right out in the last chapter. Full provision for the way is made, not at her cost, and she can forget what is behind in the prospect that is before. Dreary wastes lie between the place she has left and her future home, a long journey. But she's carried by a power not her own, and doubtless the way is beguiled by her learning from her guide more and more of him to whom she goes. How simple it all is. The Spirit of God leading a willing heart on to meet the Lord. And where are the thoughts of the heavenly spouse? Has he forgotten her for whom he is sent? How could he? Look amid the songs of heaven, sweeter to his ear, is the footfall through the desert, drawing ever near. He waits. He longs to see us. It is time now of his patience. But what a joy it is to him when our hearts are truly yearning to see him. I thought that was a great closing one for for uh, the, this study and, uh, again, just the uh, thought of longing for him. So, any final thoughts? Otherwise, we'll turn it over to Mike, and he can start us on the tightest journey. Let's close. Father, how we thank you for your grace and how we thank you that we are under your grace, uh, living in an environment of grace. It's air we breathe. It's everything we do. And yet we need to grow and understand what the environment is that we live in. And we're thankful that you're about that, about showing us that everything that is done to and in us and for us is by grace alone, including being the bride. So it's hard for us to express our appreciation for everything that you have already done. So, But we thank you, and we pray in your son's precious name. Amen.